Hey everyone, Josh here. Quick question for you. Do you like coffee? Even more important question, do you like fresh coffee? Coffee that's roasted to order and doesn't taste like the bottom of your kitchen oven. If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you need to head over to McQuanoCoffee.com and get yourself some of the best coffee there is to get. Whether you like the light roast or the dark roast or you're feeling a little whimsical and you want to get that sample pack, McQuano Coffee Roasters has everything you need. And just when you thought this couldn't get any sweeter, make sure to use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. Do yourself a favor and stop drinking bad coffee because you know what? Life's too short for that. Head on over to McQuanoCoffee.com and use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. You will not regret it. Thanks, and now on to the show. What's wrong with you people? How do y'all feel this morning? Why do you always make me define what you meant? What? That's how I feel. I don't know why you're clapping. I'm talking about you. question until you ask it correctly hello and welcome to the reformatory the podcast for the local church by the local church my name is josh loftus and i am here with my friend bro jack oh my gosh dude it's catching on you it is you and everybody and their mother it's um, catching on i would say at this point it's uh as the kids say these days trending it's lit. <laughs> it's lit. It's lit trending. No, it's not lit trending. Lit trending, trending baby. You know what it is? It's what? you and it's Heath. Yeah, oh, you it's more and than Heath that. are the are the perpetrators of this hashtag. Oh no, 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 no. There no, is no. nothing bro about me, sir. Everyone loves it. There is Everyone, every type of stereotype you're putting into this. You are right now. so bro, dude. Yeah, no. and, and you become more bro. <laughs> like you're just broing out. It's what? more and more bro. If you, none of you can see what I'm wearing right now, but I'm wearing a a nice outfit. I'm wearing slacks. You did show up, man. You slacks. Sh- you showed a up today. Tie, all this other stuff. You showed up. Josh today. looks like he's about to go to Cuba and do some sort of drug run. Dude, I said, hey, hey, you <laughs> whatever. Dude, you look you look like you look like the dude who's about ready to do some like shady some, some shady deals in the back alley, and then and then get into one of those 1950s taxis you got in Cuba, dude. <laughs> Be like twice around the park before home, please. Dude, it's like dude, it's warm. It's like 75 it degrees outside. Y'all, okay. so I'm in shorts. I'm in Hawaiian shirts. Yep, and I don't care. Josh has got the vibe going, but man, yeah. you all, whoever's listening to this. Everybody thinks that in the Pacific Northwest, it's all gray and we're all suicidal for oh my gosh <laughs> for the whole year and all this other stuff. And oh, woe is me, y'all wrong. It's y'all beautiful are right wrong. now. It has been at least two weeks of straight good weather. Am I wrong on that? You ain't wrong. No, it is like nice. Wrong. It's so it's beautiful. Listen, you know it's hot. <laughs> When your wife in the Pacific Northwest in Western Washington tells you you need a portable AC unit, yeah, that's okay? right. You gotta go get that AC, man. The hey, wife, we got hey. that. We got that hookup. And if man. that wife, it, dude, if she, it, dude, if she can be working from home, if she gonna be, you know, taking care of the house, you gotta make sure you take care of her, man. Yep, that's true. Like, like yep. you're you're dang right. So Jack and I are sitting here. 
like <laughs> chilling, watching, watching. Well, we're not watching. It's it's on the TV. Yeah, it's an old so Escape to Victory, old Sylvester Stallone and Michael and Michael 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 Kine. Michael Kine. and Max von Sydow. So I didn't know I don't this think movie most existed. Listeners would know who's Max von Sydow. Sido no, is, I didn't. I didn't know this movie existed. I thought I was pretty up to date on most Sly movies, but I haven't heard of this one. It feels. You, it feels like they were. Like I said, he's I young. It looks I like Rambo. To, era. I have to look at the year, but it feels like they were trying to make another Great Escape movie. You know how they do that sometimes? Yeah, they'll make the, one like, movie that's like a similar plot line. What is it? Uh, what is it? Olympus has fallen, and then they made a similar one like that too, oh, or something. Oh, that's that sounds super familiar. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. people do that. They'll make like repeat mu- movies, and then like the I don't know the the studio thought they were getting something, and then next thing you know, another studio is like, "We're yeah. gonna make this movie." Yeah, yeah they're with like yeah. actors in it. <laughs> they're like, you know what? That one was really successful. I bet you if we did the exact same thing again, <laughs> we'll make just as much money. <laughs> people are stupid. They'll yeah. they'll go see it. <laughs> They don't know what's going on. But I mean, let's be honest. Michael Caine being a, a British uh, officer as a POW, that's pretty much up his alley. Dude, I mean, I'll I'll watch that every day and twice on Sunday. Absolutely. I'll watch mo- I'll watch Michael Caine in pretty much anything. That's true. He is he is really He's good. the He's man, a very dude. good actor. He's... Original Italian job. Have you seen that? Yeah, the, original uh, yeah, the original Italian original. job? Yep. 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 Alfred mm-hmm. in the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah. He's the best Alfred. I don't think we've had a better Alfred. No, I don't no. think we have either. So, but that begs the question: What are your top two or three Sly movies? Oh, all right. Because so because here's the thing: I'm going to preface that statement or that question with this statement. I am of the belief that Sylvester Stallone is actually one of the most underrated directors and writers in I think Hollywood he is. today. I think he absolutely the stuff is. he turns out. Director, I think is fantastic. Writing and directing, yes. I think yeah. he gets typecasted from. He all gets the typecasted stuff. just because all of the, all the veins popping out of all his the, neck. The bro action movies that yeah, he's done over sure. the years, but and his over writing, the top. yes, and over, <laughs> okay, yes, okay, all of that's true. It's it's all true, dude. Dude, the, the, the Expendables, oh my so good, yeah. so good. But but it is true. But I think he's a fantastic director, a fantastic writer. Like he, what? Didn't he write Apollo? Or Creed? Creed, yeah. He wrote yeah, that? Yeah, and then he wrote... Well, he wrote um, the original Rocky, didn't he? He did. Yeah. And and he directed, and I think wrote, uh, actually, the most recent... I think it was the last Rocky. It was okay. just Rocky Balboa. Yeah. If you haven't seen that. I've seen that. Great film. It was. And it, it, like, it surprised me how much heart was in it. Like, mm-hmm. it hit me hard, because it's like, it's an old Rocky who's like... He's very emotionally gripped in that Who's movie, like yeah. dealing with the death of his wife. Yeah. And like being estranged from his kids, oh, dude, like it was yeah. so good. Yeah, so good. Did he write uh, Rambo? I, I don't like, know. I don't if think he, he directed wrote it. Rambo. I would have to look that movie, up. I'm the not original sure. Rambo. Yeah, dude, that was super gritty. That oh, actually, oh, yeah, that actually hit hard to what Vietnam veterans went through. Probably totally that better than most. Well, it was just. I mean, it was. Design. It was like a. I mean, I mean, obviously dramatized, but yeah, it was. It was like just a commentary. A common. A commentary on just how bad PTS can get. Yeah, which brings us to uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. If you've not seen Dude. that series, uh, that series you actually does really so good. We're jobs. jumping all over the place. You haven't answered my question. Uh, how much? You said top, top five? Movies no, no, of no, no, Sly no, 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 no. Just, just you know, like, like one of your favorite, like one of your favorite Sly Ooh. movies. Man, 
We'll have to save Falcon and Winter Soldier probably for next step because that's yeah, a whole. That, that is a whole bag. Of uh, that's uh, crab that's a whole talk on that one. Um, probably favorite Sly movie. I really like Rocky Three that he was in. That's with the Russian, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. That's with no. uh, Clubber Lang. That's with Mr. T. Oh, that's Mr. T. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the storyline's great because he's on. You know, he's beating all these like has-beens and whatnots. Yeah, he's kind of cocky. Like, yeah, yeah, piece of crap, Rocky. You, you know, you're taking all these dirtbag fights, and and then Clubber Lang just absolutely wipes the floor with yeah. them. And then it's like this, basically like this comeback movie, which is like fantastic. Um, I'm trying to. I like the original Rambo. I like the original Rambo, and then as far as his writing capabilities, uh, Creed. Yep, that's that's up there. His writing capabilities are really good. I've got it. Yeah, I think writing and directing. I think is really. I think Rocky Balboa is one of the tops for me. Like, I love the Rocky. Just. like I love all the Rocky movies, yeah. Um, yeah, but I think Rocky Balboa hit something special for me. Yeah, where it's like, like I love. Okay, I mean, obviously, spoiler warning, but if you haven't seen it by now, it's it's an yeah, old movie. Come on, people. But but like he doesn't win in the end, right? He doesn't yeah. win, but he overcomes what it is that he's been struggling with the entire movie. Like it's just it's it's really really great. It's a fantastic film. Yeah, yeah, really really good. So Rocky yeah. Balboa, I unironically. Or ironically, I don't care which. Love the Expendables. Like, it's so because they're supposed to you be know corny. What you're getting in that. They're supposed to be corny. Yeah, you and know they're supposed to be over the top. They're supposed to be nuts. And I just I find them hilarious and I find them fun. And yeah. it's just like it's a fun movie to watch. Yeah, you know, um, I'll go with that. And like, I just I love old man Sly. Roided out old man Sly like. You can't talk very well. Oh, man. This way this. Down here, you know, it's lying. It's, uh, just, it's just, it's so good, dude. It's so good. Okay, so the movie we're watching right now is Sly is a POW in, yeah. a, in a camp. And dude, look how lean soccer, he is, man. And Michael Kine is their coach right now for the soccer team. What this are we awesome. even watching? Oh, this and like is all of the, all of the germ, all the Nazis are just sitting there like watching them play <laughs> soccer. This is this, this is, is this is, is amazing television. Oh. Is that Pele? Oh. It is Pele. Oh, it's Pele. Oh my god, it's got Pele in it too, dude. Dude. Okay. All right. Wow. You know what? You know what? They we, put we, Pele in a POW we, World War II movie <laughs> out of nowhere. Wow. All right. We we, we got to get on topic because otherwise this is just okay. going to be a commentary of us this watching. Is, wow. Watching, this movie just went up about up to watch. eleven right now. <laughs> we're, we're watching this after podcasting. Jack and I are going to rent it on Redbox. <laughs> Redbox. Escape to victory. Um, so, Jack, we're talking about um, actually kind of a continuation on a on an Instagram live event or thing yeah. that we did a little while ago. Yeah. For our listeners, if you don't know, Jack and I do Instagram lives on the Reformatory. They're yeah. kind of like condensed, like uh, condensed eps. Just talk about something real quick, do some Q and A, make some jokes. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Join us over on Instagram Live. Um, but uh, we're talking about today what to do when. You disagree with your elders, yeah, uh, because it happens, right? Yep. Um, you be, go, you're, you know, you, if you've been in church long enough, you're a member in church long enough, you're going to run into situations to where you disagree with a decision your elders make, with yeah. a theology that your elders teach, yeah, um, with a direction that the elders take the church. We're going to run into instances where we disagree with them, right? Yeah. And there's good ways to disagree. And there's bad ways to disagree. And what I think is important to 
know and important to talk about, especially for the local church, is how do we handle those situations when we disagree with yeah. our elders? Yeah. Right? So that's the overall arching question. Um, there's a lot to get to in the short amount of time that we have. I'm going to throw it over to you first. All right. So I think one part of it is, and I have done this as well too, um, ensure that you are giving the benefit of the doubt to them in the first instance. I would say do your due diligence in asking questions and investigating on your own. Um, that's where you're going to start to see holistic answers to your questions. So give the benefit of the doubt until you can't give the benefit of the doubt, really. <laughs> that's I would say that's a good suggestion. I would say also, too, um, do not blow it up as best as you can, as it depends on you. Do not, for the sake of unity, do not blow it up on social media. Like, this is happening. Ugh. I'm doing this. Like, you're doing a commentary play-by-play about your skepticism. I don't think that's healthy I would, to do. I, I would be comfortable with stating this, that if you, if you are in a disagreement with your elders or somebody in your church, yeah. there is no instance, no instance... Unless they are flat out a Kenneth Copeland <laughs> or a or the abuse level is to Ravi Zacharias level or you know mm. something something where where salvation is called into question right but even sure. then even then there's a good way to deal with it yeah there is no instance where blasting them your leaders on social media yeah or going to social media as a means of trying to create this campaign or this this mob. resistance or this mob that's on your side there is zero instance when that is acceptable or biblical and if you are doing that you need to repent and not do it yeah because <laughs> that's that's not how we deal with things as Christians that's not okay and I'm all up for challenging but in the in the right context like I said if you are asking the questions if you are involving other people if you are giving the benefit of the doubt until you do not see the benefit of the doubt can be given, then by all means um, disagree with them. If it has to come to you making other further decisions than that, then that's that is on you because that that is your conviction. You're working with the best possible answers to the solutions that you can deal with. Um, but yeah, I think that just like Josh said, it's not going to be helpful to the local church if you start gathering up a mob to crucify people because that's not what we're here to do. Well, and all you're doing when you when you do that, you're not actually doing anything that's going to yield biblical reconciliation to the yeah. situation. You're just causing division within the body. Well, I think it. I think it. To go off of your point as well, too. I think what it'll do is either embolden that person even more that you disagree with. To say, oh yeah, you see this? It's like this is why I'm in leadership. Versus when you leave, when when you disagree with them and just leave it, and just say, hey, I know the Lord is going to work this out to whatever good He has. Then I see a lot of benefit in that as well too. Versus what the cultural thing to do is: let's gather up a mob, let's. Let's start going after people and just whacking them. So yeah, because here's the, like love hopes all things, right? Mm-hmm. Like if if you yeah. disagree with your elders on something, um, 
you have to make sure that the way that you go about it will result in there being a biblical unity and restoration at the end. Yeah. And at that end result, you are able to unify with each other. Yeah. And there still be that love and that yeah. commitment to each other's well-being, right? And you don't get that when you put them on blast on social media yeah. and drag the name through the mud and yeah. create a create just this firestorm by, you know, pulling the pin on the grenade and let's let's chuck this thing and see where it lands. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um so yeah, so you need you need to be careful, very very careful when there is disagreement there. Um, disagreement does not necessarily mean that there's disunity. Yeah, right. Like that's that's important to understand. Just because there's yeah. disagreement mm-hmm. does not mean that disunity is the natural outflow of that. Yeah. Um, often, I mean, well, I don't know about often, but it disagreement should not necessarily result in disunity. Yeah. Like Jack and I disagree on stuff, but we have unity yeah. because we understand what our foundation lies in, right? Yeah. You're never going to find a church that you agree with everything perfectly. And I think I think there's a I think there's a good benefit to that. I think that usually Josh, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, I will. <laughs> <laughs> but when we are I'm around, the scroll to your MacArthur. When we are around, <laughs> maybe other fellow brethren of the 1689 persuasion sure it becomes somewhat of an echo chamber per se it 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 has the tendency to do that and i feel like when you have a diversity of voices who are leaning in on the orthodox biblical view of our faith rooted in the scripture um i think it lends to us uh in our wisdom and how we execute things. I mean, not to, I mean, I value the times when we're around other quote unquote 1689 brethren, but yet again, I don't value it sometimes when we become, become an echo chamber and we become a, a little he man, woman haters club and stuff like that. <laughs> he man, woman haters. club. Yo, I watched what? a lot of little rascals movies growing up. When oh I was a my kid, goodness. All right. My dad had those joints on VHS. Not a lot of you kids know what a VHS tape is. That's right. But, dude, we had those from, like, the 30s. Like, the... Yeah. Gosh, oh, what yeah. were they? Like, I'm trying uh, to remember the... Pee-wee, uh, or not, no, 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 not no, Pee-wee. No. Uh, uh, Alfalfa. Uh, Alfalfa. Yeah. And who was the kid that Eddie Murphy... Buckwheat. Buckwheat. <laughs> Booking Penub and all the wrong places. Unts. Ties. Ties. Feet times are made <laughs> Dude. dude. <laughs> so good. That's a blast from the past, dude. That's going way back there. Oh, way man, back I there. love it. But yeah, see, and 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 I think I think often we can tend to we can tend to assume and get ourselves into this mentality that 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 we have all the right answers, and that if something isn't exactly the way that we see it or that we think it should go, then yeah. it's wrong, and we yeah. need to combat it. Right? Yeah. Now, unless it's a matter of <laughs> of orthodoxy. <laughs> Uh, Unless yeah. it's a, a primary issue, which is kind of what we're kind of what we're talking about here, is that is that you know one w- one aspect to remember is that if the thing that you disagree with with your elders, yeah, is not something that you can point to in scripture 
and say, look, this is, you know, this is a primary thing. This is important. This is a big deal. Yeah. Because the implications of us getting this wrong have vast consequences. Yeah. Very often, very often, it is, it is best for us just to stay quiet and to be okay to live with that disagreement. Now, I'm not saying you don't go voice your concerns to your elders. I think you should. I think your elders need to be able to have that accessibility to their members to where if there's a problem, if there's a disagreement, you need to, you know, bring it up with your elders. But if unity is there and you are able to disagree but still love each other and and it's not something that's going to vast you know you know d- detrimentally damage the church yeah um it's good for us to be able to live in unity and in love to one another and still disagree yeah um now the problem is when those issues are important <laughs> and I think, yeah. the disagreement is uh is is actually larger than something that I mean here's the thing here's this is just jack talking Oh boy! But I know a lot of folks who are egalitarian. A lot of folks who are egalitarian and who go to egalitarian churches. Here's my thing: I will give those people the benefit of the doubt sometimes, and I know where they're coming from in an argue in a in a way to prove their point. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they're now excluded and that they're other and that I have to vilify them and I have to do whatever I can in order to destroy them because they're egalitarian. It's like, hmm, you know what would be good if I could show how complementarians can actually be nice and graceful and actually love people. Oh, we don't do that. (laughs) We don't do that. What are you talking about? Get out of here. You're talking crazy. You're talking crazy, Jack. I don't, that, but I, that, I don't but that is a, about. but that is not per se. I mean, that could happen at your elder uh, capacity, but it re- you really have to understand what's going on within that because it depends on what you mean by egalitarian. Um, uh, are you letting women in as elders? Are you letting them preach and teach on Sundays? What what do you mean by that? So. Yeah, so I mean, it, there's a vast array, but I'm just, this is where I'm coming from usually in which I have disagreements, maybe not with elders per se, but with other believers um, and where I can maintain unity within the body of of Christ, knowing that there's going to be diversity within that body, but then also make peace with them as well too. So, Yeah, unity within the church should be our main goal. Um that's not sacrificing truth. That's not sacrificing the standards that we have in scripture. That's not, don't hear me saying that. I'm not unity for this, you know, <laughs> unity at the sake of everything. That is not what Jack and I are saying. You need that standard of truth that's there, and scripture needs to be that standard. But with that standard, we we need to strive for the unity of the church. Because when disunity is present, that throws everything off. And the health of the church, the effectiveness of the preaching, the effectiveness of the community, of the accountability, of, of everything that we get and gain from the local church is going yeah. to be compromised when there is divisiveness and disunity within the body. Yeah. So you need to understand that when you disagree with your elders on something, the way that you go about that is very, very important. Yeah. Don't blast it on social media. Don't be loud and confrontational right out of the gate. Yeah. 
go to your elders in humility, in grace, and out of love for their well-being and yeah. the well-being of your family in that local church. Yeah, right? exactly. And when if, if we can have that mentality, the disagreements that we have, I think, are put into a much better uh, picture, if you will, yeah. in that, look, I can disagree with you on this, and I do disagree with you on this, but I'm not here to be right. I'm yeah. here to be an encouragement and to love you mm-hmm. by expressing to you some concerns that I have, right? Yeah. I mean, those are very two different mentalities and very two different approaches to dealing with disagreements in the church. I think we've said this on previous episodes, but I always go back to the Lord's servant is not quarrelsome. And I keep that in the back of my mind because the culture within some churches, a majority of churches sometimes in which Josh and I orbit are very quarrelsome. Yeah. And they start quarrels to just quarrel. And I'm like, I ain't about that life. (laughs) I am not about that life. It's like, you guys want to fight about this? It's like, yo... I, I'm not trying to virtue signal, but sometimes, like, hey, I got, I got bi- a bigger fish to fry on that occasion, you know, and I'm not here to quarrel to just quarrel. That's not. I don't think that's helping people most of the time. So, yeah, um, can't just fight just to fight because you want to fight and you'd love to fight. I don't. I don't think that's that's a good strategy if you're either in leadership or seeking leadership within the local church. So. Yeah, yeah, and it's it really comes back to that main theme that we have talked about before, and that humility. Wow, butchered that. Humility needs to be the needs to be the root of everything that we are doing in the local church. Yeah, our service needs to be rooted in humility. Yeah. Our love, our encouragement, even our disagreements, it needs mm-hmm. to be rooted in that. Yeah. Now, you may come to a point to where those disagreements that we talk about or that you have with your elders are not reconcilable. Yeah. And you have to make a decision at that point with Scripture as your authority yeah. and Scripture as the barometer yeah. as to whether or not that is something to worth, worth leaving the church for mm-hmm. or to be okay with that disagreement and still live in love and unity in your local church. Yeah. And that's, that's a case by case issue. Like there's no formula for that. Yeah. Um, Because some situations require that, you know, that's really not going to be something that I can sign off on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to bow out. Yeah. I think there's a good way to bow out in a bad way. I don't think you should be throwing grenades on your way out. Yeah. Um, As many do. Yeah. You know, know, like even even if the reason here's and this is where it gets tricky, Jack, even if the reason they are leaving is right, (laughs) you can be correct in the in your reason for leaving and very, very wrong in the way that you leave. Sure. I think I think it's always best if you want to talk to me about why certain things happen or certain things like come talk to me. I'm not here to I'm not here to blow it up there, but I I mean, I've had several conversations within the last week that have been really fruitful because I've seen men prove themselves in not being quarrelsome and basically keeping things off social media. Um, but yet again, having a steadfast resolution of like, hey, I'm not necessarily like on board with some of these things, you know. 
and making that known. So, I mean, sometimes it is a situation like what was it Paul and uh, uh, Barnabas, right? Yeah, where they like they they didn't they weren't able to come to a a point where they were able to be unified in the ministry that they had, so they parted ways. Right? Scripture doesn't say what that was, and it doesn't even necessarily say that them parting ways was a bad thing. Yeah. Sometimes it's just necessary. Yeah. Right? That's true. Um, so we need to be very careful when we disagree that it's that 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 we're <laughs> we're looking at it in a way that it's 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 not something that I can no longer have fellowship with you in, right? Because those are that's yeah. that's a that's a big deal. Or equating or equating certain um, certain fellowships or assemblies of the local church as a enemy or as a other than or as a as yeah, a them. this right. is us. Them and us. I'm against them, you know. I think that's what's killing us too is that in our political climate that's so typical is the us versus them strategies. You're not on board with us completely. You're one of them. Um, and I'm just going to say this because I think it's it's <laughs> it's it's good. Preston Perry, Jackie Hill Perry's husband, who's oh, an yeah. apologist, who's actually, I think, writing a book coming up, too, on uh, apologetics. He said recently, he's like, man, I see everybody like saying, who should I t- which side should I go to? Who should I side with more? And Preston's answer was, they preach the gospel? And everybody's like, what? He's like, do they preach the gospel? Do they get the gospel right? Well, yeah, but it's like, yeah, but nothing. Stop this. We ain't in high school. This is not a clique. This is not the the Soches versus the Greasers up in this joint, as the outsiders did it. This is the body of Christ. Let's act like the body of Christ. That's what he basically said. And I'm like, absolutely. Absolutely. It's like reformdoms turned into a whole bunch of like <laughs> like motorcycle clubs. Like a bunch of warring MCs. It's it's like it's the, like uh, it's like the Mayans and the Sons of Anarchy <laughs> oh and like the the Crips and the Bloods and we all got our motorcycles, we all got our cuts and Well, I mean we're all you know Dougie Fresh did have a book with him with a oh, biker jacket. Jeez Louise, you had to. You can't. You had to bring that up. Just say it, Josh. I'm just connecting the dots here. Just I'm just conspiracy theorist connecting you're the like, dots on just, my board, you, dude. You're drawing your own dots and you're connecting them. Like, look at this. Look, see how they connect. See how they connect. So, yeah. So you know, in to sum up, it's there's going to be times when you disagree with your elders. Make sure that that disagreement is actually worth talking about. Yeah. If it's something that you can live in unity with, yeah, it might not be worth bringing up, right? Yeah. If it's something that needs to be brought up, go to your elders in grace, in humility, and with scripture. Mm-hmm. And if they respond well, fantastic. Like, yeah. praise the Lord for that. If, if <laughs> they respond well and it's something where they just say, you know, we don't see it that way. Yeah. Um, you have the decision to either leave yeah. quietly if yeah. it's that important to you, yeah. depending on what the issue is, yeah. or be okay with living with that disagreement uh, and having unity in your church. And yeah. again, that's a case-by-case issue. If they respond badly, do not use their, their yeah. uh, pride or their... 
their you know bad way of dealing with things as an excuse for you to do it as well. Yeah. Right? Because I think so often people will be like, well, they, they came at me, so I'm going to come at them twice as hard. Yep. Eye you for know? an eye. Yeah. And that's, that's not okay. Yeah. That's not okay. Don't, don't lose your own witness. Yeah. And your own humility. Yeah. Just because men are doing things and leading in a way that they shouldn't be. Rich is going to retch, Josh. Rich is going to retch, baby. <laughs> Rich is gonna wretch. Oh man, uh, uh, so, so true. We've come to a point in this movie that we're watching where they yep. now have uniforms. They have <laughs> uniforms now. I think they. I think they befriended a Nazi socky lover. So there's no sound to this because the sound's off. Didn't, so uh, I'm, hold up, hold up. Didn't what? the? You might. You probably do not know this. Do you know the soccer brand called Umbro? Umbro. Um. U M B R O. Umbro. That's uh, I don't know. I I don't know if they were created. I don't know if the Nazis had anything to do with that brand or not. I'm not gonna perpetuate that. I'm just I'm just Why? saying it was a rumor. It was a rumor. Is that it like Umbro, a swastika? No, no, no. It was like created by a guy who was like a Nazi defector. Maybe I don't know. Well, if I he's a defector, remember. then I mean we're okay with him, right? I mean, I would hope so. I mean, yes. I mean, Sean Connery was a defector in Red Dawn, we're okay, or not Red Dawn, uh, Hunt for Red October. I mean, we're okay with him, <laughs> dude. One ne- king, <laughs> this- one king only. <laughs> oh, we're sailing into victory. <laughs> <laughs> He's so ridiculous. Oh, I love Sean. I Connery. would have liked to see Montana. <laughs> Rest in peace, Sean Connery. Oh, dude, Sean Connery Pour was one the out man, for you, bro. dude. The man. The man. That's didn't 2020 take Sean Connery? 2020 took. Uh, or was that 2019? I think it was 2020. I think it was 2020. 2020 took a lot of people. Yeah. 2020 took like half my life. I know that. You know what 2020 was like? What? Uh, this is a corny Christian joke right <laughs> oh, here. here. You know, we what, go. you know what Boaz was before he was married? <laughs> no, what? Ruthless. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's what 2020 was, man. <laughs> I thought you were going somewhere else. I, I, hey, you might like want to change, you might like change the hashtag to dad like, jacket. Like this I, point. Heard, I heard this like <laughs> women's Bible study was just like, like you, you want to make sure Boaz wants your ass. <laughs> oh my God. No. <laughs> no. Can I say that on the no. podcast? No. <laughs> That's no, so they actually. What are you doing, baby? What are you baby, doing? What you doing? <laughs> Just the check get us out of here. <laughs> so oh, I'm dying, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. Uh, ladies, you- I'm sorry. <laughs> Josh is getting canceled. Um, if you yeah. appreciate our ramblings and rantings about uh, the local church, you can ca- catch us on the sociables, the social media platforms. The tweaker or the little bluebird site. A little bluebird. Um, little f- bluebird told me. Um, that fun little site. Oh, my god. That fun. <laughs> okay, know. if you want to call that fun. Yeah. <laughs> You're a masochist, I guess. Uh, yeah. Little bluebird site called the tweaker. You can just catch us on the instant gram, the if instant you will. Instant gram. but instant. Which um, we go live on pretty much weekly now. Yes. Head on over there. Yes. And then also the Facebook, the Zuck. The Zuck. The Zucks. The site. Zucks. Um, the Zuck book. Anyways, all at, is it at Reformatory Pod? That's or it, all baby. Our, okay, at Reformatory Pod. I'm, I remember our our, uh, our ats and our taglines, but yep. you're so doing at good. Reformatory Pod. Josh, tell the lovely people about how they may be able to support us financially if they so will. You know, if you guys so wish, if, we, if you haven't canceled us yet, um, we ask that you head on over to patreon.com. And consider supporting us for as little as five 
$5 a month. You too could become a Patreon supporter and have your name hallowed. Hallowed. I was waiting. Hallowed. It's hallowed. 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 Through the halls of this podcast. English. English I keep screwing it up, dude. Hallowed. It's been a while. We, we had to skip a week to record because Jack didn't show up. Yeah, well, I was going through some ish. So. That's all right. That's all right. Anyway. That's all right. That's all right. We're all good. Um, but uh, we thank you all very much for listening. And we know this ep is done because Big Eva has sung. Do that rhyme. She has. We know this ep has, is done because Big Eva has sung. Dude, I'm going to make that a thing. Hey. I'm making a make thing, it a man. Thing, Look at guy. me. Wheeling and Hashtag. dealing. Making deals. Oh, yeah. Hashtag. Hashtag. <laughs> we thank you so much for listening. And we will catch you on the next step of The Reformatory. The <laughs> Reformatory.